Good evening. I'm Anthony Robustelli, author of I Want to Tell You, The Definitive Guide to the Music of the Beatles, and this is the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. Each week I'll be playing stripped-down, deconstructed mixes of classic Beatles songs, highlighting different instruments and vocals in a way that will truly amaze you. Imagine sitting in the control room at EMI Studios and having the opportunity to peel away the layers of a song, discovering new elements that you never knew existed. This is the closest you can get to that experience. So sit back, tune in, and enjoy the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. I'll make you maybe next time October 9th, 2015 would have been John Lennon's 75th birthday. I initially planned on a two-part birthday edition of the Beatles' multi-track meltdown, but after putting together parts one and two, there was so much more I wanted to play, so I've expanded it to three parts. Tonight's show, as well as next week's, will focus on Lennon's solo recordings. We'll start tonight's show with Lennon's second single as a solo artist, released under the Plastic Ono Band moniker. The song was the first to list Lennon as a sole writer, and was recorded at the end of September 1969, and released less than a month later on October 20th in the U.S., where it reached number 30, and the 24th in the U.K., where it peaked at number 14. Written about Lennon and Ono's withdrawal from heroin, Cold Turkey was debuted on September 13, 1969, at the Toronto Rock and Roll Revival Festival, with Lennon on vocals and guitar, Alan White on drums, Klaus Vorman on bass, Eric Clapton on guitar, and Yoko Ono adding additional vocals. George Harrison was asked to participate, but declined. The rush of playing live with other musicians was exciting, and soon after returning from Toronto, Lennon announced that he was quitting the Beatles. Although six months later McCartney would publicly quit the Beatles, Lennon had already broken up the band that he had formed. Twelve days after the Toronto show, the Plastic Ono Band reconvened at EMI Studios, with Ringo Starr replacing White to record the track, but after 26 takes, Lennon was unhappy with the results, and the session ended. Three days later, on September 28th, the group entered Trident Studios and cut the basic track. On October 5th, more overdubs were added back in EMI, and the song was mixed. Cold Turkey is arguably the raw-sounding record Lennon had made at this point, and would be an early sign of what was to come with the John Lennon Plastic Ono Band LP released 15 months later. Interestingly, Lennon emulated Ono's vocal style for the song by making his voice waver at the ends of phrases. Lennon was unhappy with the relatively poor chart position, and on November 26th, he returned his MBE to Buckingham Palace, along with a statement which read, I'm returning this MBE in protest against Britain's involvement in the Nigeria Biafra thing, against our support of American Vietnam, and against cold turkey slipping down the charts. With love, John Lennon of Bag. This mix will be stripped down with single-tracked vocals, guitar, and kick and snare taking center stage. We'll follow with Lennon's third single, one of the fastest-released songs in history, being written, recorded, mixed, and released within a period of 10 days. Instant Karma was released as a single on Apple Records in February 1970 and was credited to Lennon Ono with the Plastic Ono Band. It reached the top five in both the British and American singles charts, competing with the Beatles' Let It Be in America, where it became the first solo single by a member of the band to sell a million copies. The backing track of Lennon on vocals and acoustic guitar, Harrison on electric guitar, Billy Preston on organ, Vorman on bass, Alan White on drums, was recorded on January 27, 1970 with Phil Spector producing. Lennon later recalled of the recording, I wrote it in the morning on the piano, and I went to the office and sang it many times, and I said, hell, let's do it. And we booked the studio, and Phil came in and said, how do you want it? And I said, 1950s, and he said, right, and boom. He played it back, and there it was. 
The group recorded 10 takes, and then to achieve the Phil Spector wall of sound production, Lennon added grand piano onto the basic track, while Harrison and White shared another piano, and Vorman played electric piano. Beatles aide Mal Evans also got involved, overdubbing chimes, and White added a second muffled drum part. Lennon still felt that the chorus needed something more, so Preston and Evans were sent to bring in a group of people from a nightclub to provide backing vocals along with Alan Klein, all while Harrison directed the singing. Instant Karma was the first of many Beatles-related Spectre recordings of the early 70s, including Let It Be, John Lennon Plastic Ono Band, All Things Must Pass, and Rock and Roll. Tonight's mix is a true remix, highlighting many different elements of the song. We'll close out this part of the show with a song from the John Lennon Plastic Ono Band LP that expresses Lennon's disappointment with a world full of false religions and idols. I found out. Lennon was always looking for something to help him make sense of the world and find inner peace. But everybody from the Maharishi to Dr. Arthur Jana of Primal Therapy's founder had let him down and his cynicism was in full swing in 1970. The song is also critical of his parents and the Beatles, with digs at Harrison's Eastern beliefs and the line that refers to religion from Jesus to Paul. The trio of Starr, Vorman, and Lennon are rocking from the start, and Lennon was quite happy with the result. He spoke of it in his 1970 interview with Jan Wenner. I think it's nice. It drives along. I don't know. Ask Eric Clapton. He thinks I can play. A lot of you people want the technical thing. Then you think, oh, well, that's like wanting technical films. Most critics of rock and roll and guitarists are in the stage of the 50s where they wanted a technically perfect film finished for them, and then they would feel happy. I'm a cinema verite guitarist musician. You have to break down your barriers to be able to hear what I'm playing. Tonight, we'll hear an alternate take of this biting song. Temperatures rising Fever is high Can't see no future Can't see no sky My feet are so heavy So is my head I wish I was a baby I wish I was dead Cold
Gonna get you Gonna knock you right on the head You better get yourself together Pretty soon you're gonna be dead What in the world are you thinking of? Laughing in the face of love What on earth you trying to do? It's up to you Soon karma's gonna get you Gonna look you right in the face Better get yourself together, darling Join the human race How in the world are you gonna see Laughing at fools like me Who on earth do you think you are?
with part two of the special John Lennon birthday edition of the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. Next up, alternate takes of three songs from the John Lennon Plastic Ono Band album. The first is a rehearsal take of the song Remember, a song that describes the myriad disappointments that he experienced throughout his life, but with a nostalgic tint of a man that regrets nothing. Recorded on Lennon's 30th birthday, the release version of the song ends with an explosion after the line, Remember the 5th of November. Lennon cut the eight-minute recording after the line and added the sound of an explosion, a reference to Guy Fawkes' 1605 attempt to blow up the Houses of Parliament in London. Lennon elaborates, In England, it's the day they blew up the Houses of Parliament. We celebrate it by having bonfires every November the 5th. It was just an ad-lib. It was about the third take, and it begins to sound like Frankie Lane, when you're singing Remember, Remember the 5th of November, and I just broke it and went on for about another seven or eight minutes. I was just ad-libbing and goofing about. But then I cut it there, and it just exploded because it was a good joke. We'll then hear an alternate version of God that features both piano and acoustic guitar, an instrument that would not be heard on the final version. The song was one of Lennon's most provocative on the album, beginning with his dismissal of God as a concept by which we measure our pain. He follows the first section with a litany of all the things he no longer believes in, referencing magic, I Ching, Bible, Tarot, Hitler, Jesus, Kennedys, Buddha, Mantra, Gita, Yoga, Kings, Elvis, Zimmerman, Bob Dylan's real name, and finally Beatles. He concludes with the statement, the dream is over. Lennon explained his thoughts on the subject to Jan Wenner in his 1970 Rolling Stone interview. God was stuck together from three songs almost. I had the idea God is the concept by which we measure our pain. So when you have a phrase like that, you just sit down and sing the first tune that comes into your head. And then I just rolled into it. I don't believe in magic and it was just going on in me head. And I Ching and the Bible, the first three or four just came out. Whatever came out. I don't know when I realized I was putting down all these things I didn't believe in. I could have gone on. It was like a Christmas card list. Where do I end? Churchill? And who have I missed? It got like that, and I thought I had to stop. I was going to leave a gap and say, just fill in your own for whoever you don't believe in. It just got out of hand. But Beatles was the final thing, because it's like I'd no longer believe in the myth. And Beatles is another myth. I don't believe in it. The dream's over. I'm not just talking about the Beatles is over. I'm talking about the generation thing. The dream's over, and I have personally got to get down to so-called reality.
did you know it? You seen I heard it, it before, yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes. Hmm. That was much more fun, wasn't it? <laughs> what? Okay. Okay. Got it made Don't they know we're so afraid Isolation We're afraid to be alone Everybody got to have a home Isolation Just a boy and a little girl Trying to change the whole world Isolation The world is just a little town Everybody trying to pull us down Understand after you've caused so much pain, but then again, you're not to blame, you're just a human victim of the insane. Afraid of the sun Isolation The sun will never disappear The world may not have many years Concept 
by which we measure our pain. I'll say it again. God is a concept by which we measure.
God is a conqueror. Next up, two songs from Lennon's fourth studio album, and the first without Yoko's involvement, 1973's Mind Games. Following the poor reception both commercially and critically of Sometime in New York City, Lennon decided to produce the album himself rather than co-producing with Phil Spector and Ono. Although it reached number 13 in the UK and number 9 in the US, where it was certified gold, the album was initially dismissed by many critics. Part of the problem was the Muddy Mix, which was completed in two weeks. When Mind Games was remixed in 2002 for a Mobile Fidelity Sound Lab release, the songs were presented in a much better way, with elements that were buried in the original mixes finally coming to light. For Mind Games, Lennon decided to use some musicians that he hadn't worked with before. Ono's assistant, Mei Pang, had put together a group of session musicians for Ono's Feeling the Space LP, and Lennon decided to use them for Mind Games. Recorded at the Record Plant East in New York City in August and September of 1973, the album featured Jim Keltner on drums, Gordon Edwards on bass, Ken Asher on keyboards, and David Spinoza, who was having an affair with Ono, on guitar. The only musician that had recorded with Lennon prior to Mind Games was drummer Jim Keltner, who played on a few songs on the Imagine LP. Mind Games was originally titled Make Love, Not War, and was debuted during the Get Back sessions in 1969. Never one to discard a good melody, Lennon recycled the melody of Make Love, Not War for the unreleased song I Promise but Lennon wouldn't finish writing Mind Games until he read the 1972 book Mind Games, The Guide to Inner Space by Robert Masters and Gene Houston. We'll then hear Bring On the Lucy, Free to People. Dating from late 1971, the song is lyrically more in sync with the politically charged Sometime in New York City than Mind Games. The song features drums from both Keltner and Rick Morata, as well as pedal steel guitar from Sneaky Pete Kleinow. The mixes we'll hear tonight are truly stripped down, without the overdubs that are heard on the release versions. Enjoy. All right. Bootleg number 
We're going to close the show tonight with two songs from Lennon's 1974 LP, Walls and Bridges. The album and singles both did much better in the U.S. than in the U.K. The album and first single, Whatever Gets You Through the Night, both reached number one in the U.S., but only reached numbers 6 and 36, respectively, in the U.K. The second single, Number 9 Dream, peaked at number 9 on the U.S. Billboard Top 100 charts, but stalled at number 23 in the U.K. Whatever Gets You Through the Night would be Lennon's only number one single released during his lifetime. For Walls and Bridges, Lennon returned to the record plant in July of 74 and enlisted Jim Keltner, Klaus Vorman, Ken Asher, Nicky Hopkins, percussionist Arthur Jenkins, guitarist Jesse Ed Davis, acoustic guitarist Eddie Matau, and saxophonist Bobby Keys and Ron Aprea to record the album. These were many of the players that Lennon had been with in Los Angeles during the Lost Weekend, but here they were under strict orders to avoid the drinking and partying that had characterized the L.A. sessions. The core players would be billed on the album as the Plastic Ono Nuclear Band, a variation of the Plastic Ono Band conceptual group moniker that many of Lennon's solo efforts were credited to. The LP was again produced by Lennon, but with more successful results than Mind Games. Although critics have often called the album uneven, and it's gotten mixed reviews, it's still one of my favorite solo albums, and tonight we'll hear an early take of Whatever Gets You Through the Night and a stripped-down mix of Number 9 Dream. Enjoy. Okay, a one, a two... One, two, three, four. Echo. Not on. Alright. Hello. Alright. Whatever gets you through the night. It's alright. It's alright. Get your money or your life.
else count it in because this will confuse you. Shelly. Yes. Count it in. See Jimmy, uh, ask him if he can find me another drum stool anywhere in the studio. Yeah. And maybe downstairs or something. This one has fallen off. Is that the one you always had? Yeah, but it just broke last night. I'm hanging on. I'm, I'm holding it down. Okay, let's, okay, we'll get you another one. Let's put a rough one down, down and see what, see we're, what doing. we're doing. Okay. okay. Somebody counted in. <laughs> that madman.
That's it for this week, Beatles fans. I'm Anthony Robustelli, author of I Want to Tell You, The Definitive Guide to the Music of the Beatles, Volume 1, 1962-1963. And you've been listening to Part 2 of the special Lennon Birthday Edition of the Beatles' Multitrack Meltdown. Tune in next week for Part 3, and tune in every Sunday night at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, to hear more deconstructed mixes of classic Beatles songs, solo tracks, live recordings, and more. You can like me on Instagram and Twitter, ShadyBearBKLYN, and like the page for I Want to Tell You on Facebook. See you next week.